You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's like they thrive off of the chaos. Maybe that's why they collect all of that wiring because it really does like feed them somehow. It could that could be it. Maybe because of the storm, they got excited that maybe power would go out and then they could just start looting. I think they're constantly prepared for the looting. Like they they are more apocalypse ready than I anyone else. I remember knows. last time the power went out, like they were like trolling around the neighborhoods, right? And oh yeah, no, everybody, everybody talks out. about you know the militias and the, the the hoarders and all these people that are ready for the apocalypse. They've got everything. No, meth heads are the ones that they are the ones out. that are going to take over the world. It's entirely true. Okay. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you everyone for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly greatly appreciate it. Yes, we do. And of course, we've got uh, you can subscribe to the live stream. And the entire network right at uh, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Just click on that subscribe button, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Hello to Jake, who is just subscribed this morning and is oh, now hello, listening in live. Which is fantastic. So thank you guys so much. Also, don't forget you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Anytime you're gonna buy something from Amazon, just go to our website first. One extra click, that's it, your job's done. Go about your business, buy whatever you want. Go buy. about your day. We don't care what you're buying. We no. can't see what you're buying. We just care that you go to our website first. That would be lovely. That's all it is. <laughs> Click on the Amazon link. All right. So we've got a ton of stuff today, including a very super secret guest. Yes. Who's going to be joining us. Very, very secretive. Uh, top secret. We haven't released this to anyone yet. Mm-hmm. And we haven't talked about it publicly, but he'll be joining us here in just a few. So it's a, it's a, it's a big, it's a big day. <laughs> so I feel kind of, I would be kind of terrified if I was in your neighborhood because my neighborhood's full of like, you know, a whole bunch of hippies and like drunk people walking around, mm-hmm. but not so much the meth quotient. Yeah. So, so I could see why it would be slightly terrifying if the power goes out and you live next door to people who oh, make yeah. their living stealing shit from people, oh. how that would be a little unnerving. It's absolutely unnerving. So here in uh, Portland, Oregon, in the general northwest yesterday, over this entire weekend, there was a giant storm that came through. So it was the, the remnants of a typhoon from Asia. Which is that, so uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. We had the remnants of a typhoon. So it was like record setting rain and wind. And I know other parts of the country have had bad stuff, but it was, uh, it was a pretty big storm mm-hmm. that came through. And so lots of like... Power lines went down. I think there might even be people still out of power. I don't even know. But uh, luckily, the Fun Employment Radio Studios, knock on wood, are fully powered. Well, I'm going to say not – oh, wait. I know this is a shitty thing to say, particularly people have been out of power for like the past weekend or whatever. Uh-huh. But I was kind of hunk- – I battened down the hatches last night, and I was all hunkered down. I had candles lit. I was ready for the power to go out. I had, I had powered up everything. I had fully charged everything that needed to be charged. And like my power was flickering all night long, and I was kind of ready because when, uh, when I grew up on Whidbey Island, uh, our power would go out all the time. Yeah. Like we're, we'd probably have a power outage like once every couple of months. Sure. And that was like part of our – I don't know, part of my childhood is just getting used to, like, entertaining yourself and you sit and eat dinner with candles and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, we did that same thing because uh, the power would go out a lot where we were, too, growing up. There's, I remember one time there was a storm. We were out for, like, eight days, which was kind of nuts. That started to get a little annoying. Mm-hmm. That, that part started to get kind of bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you get used to it. You just kind of deal with it. Although now I'm not as accustomed to that as I was when growing up. I don't know if I could do eight days without power, without getting onto the Internet or, my com- or the computer. I would have a tough time with that. Well, there are other places you can go. Just because your house doesn't have power doesn't mean you can't go to someplace else to use the internets. Well, that's true. But what if the whole neighborhood's out, Sarah? Then, then you then can go you outside of your neighborhood, Greg. Well. It's not like you have an electric car. Like, you can actually get in your car and go somewhere else. That's true. Electric car people are totally screwed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So when the apocalypse comes, they're going to be the first ones. Let me tell be... you, I was too young to realize it, but I did grow up without power when I lived in Spain. 
oh. for about a year we didn't have power. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you have, like an outhouse? No, we had like a, there was a, like many Spanish bathrooms. It was, we lived in like a, this house and I, I always remember the smell because it always, uh, and we were on the coast in, in Spain. That's where my dad uh, was stationed at the time. And there was a room, but it didn't have a toilet. It was like a, a cement floor with a hole in it. You just had a hole in the ground? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, because I guess my parents' friends like let us stay there and it was like this, it was this really big, like stone, like beautiful house. I remember it. And it had a big well in the front, but it was on the coast and it was just always freezing and raining and flooding and there was no power. Wow. Well, yeah. then by Keelan's definition, you were camping. I to- I camped for a year. You, you camped for a I year. I camped for That's a year. That's pretty much how that was. <laughs> in Spain. That's <laughs> <So. laughs> true. But I know, I, and I felt bad because everyone's just like, oh, you know, oh, that fucking Breaking Bad thing last night. Everyone's like, oh, my power's out and I can't watch Breaking Bad. I'm like, oh. Well, I feel bad for people I watching I feel bad that. for that, we too. We also talked about Dexter. I mean, it's we okay. Did. It's okay for people to have get excited No, and that's what I'm saying. I felt bad for them that they lost their power, but I'm like, I will take your your lost power. Like, yeah. you can... I, I wish that I could exchange my electricity for yours because mine is just... Mine is thriving. What were you going to do in your box apartment I don't know. I was kind of out? excited. I was going to watch a scary movie. Yeah. Well, how I, were you going to watch that? I watched one scary movie. Without power. Because the internet still worked. No. No. Do you, Isn't it? No. The internet is not going to work if the power goes out. Well, I have I have them, them old-fashioned DVDs. The <laughs> What? I was going to watch When a Stranger Calls. <laughs> I had that one pulled out. The, now, like old school phone lines will still work when the power goes out. If you have, have an older phone, that might work. And you're connected to an actual landline. Sure. That may still work. I'm connected to a landline. That, no, the internet does not work when the power goes out. I don't, I don't know if you understand how that works. No, because the, where the internet is, it's never affected by power outages. That is just not true. In any way, well, shape, or form. Well, true is my, <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> so you think you can just sit there and you'll, you'll watch Netflix. That's how I'll get through the power outage. That's exactly it. That's not how that works at all. But all No, right. well, let me tell you this. If I have it buffered, <laughs> would I still be able to watch it? Because I could. I mean, I, I guess. I had a movie buffered. The, maybe up to the point that it was buffered. Yeah, because I had it buffered the whole way. Cause I yeah, but if you like, hit pause or you do anything with that, it's probably going to, you're going to lose it. In, in a second. No, it, it just really doesn't work that way. No, but, I don't I don't think you understand how electricity works in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's different than in your neighborhood. It's different in the uh, couple of miles away that you live. It sure it's, is. It's a different it sure part is. of the things city. Are, things, things are You're better over there. a more there. sophisticated area. Well, yes. I will give you that. It is a more sophisticated area than my, <laughs> than my neighborhood. So, yeah, the, uh, so the methods have been fairly quiet lately. My method neighbors that I share a fence with where they've now erected Tarp City and also their brand new shed. And the mattress, let me just say this. So I look out into my backyard because mm. I have a bunch of trees there. So I've been watching, you know, to see if branches sure the fall trees down. Don't crush your house. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, there's a lot of branches there that could fall down. And typically during these storms, I'll, I'll get some big limbs that'll fall in the backyard, which I don't go out there during the storm. That's no man's land. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go out in the middle of that. But I, I'm not going to lie. I was hoping just a little bit, not for someone to get hurt, of course, but if a giant branch were to fall onto the tarp village that the methods have erected over there. I probably wouldn't be too upset. No. Oh, so you were kind of wishing for something to take down Tarp I Village. I mean, wishing may be a strong word, but if it happened, I certainly wouldn't be upset. Okay. I would be... That's not a horrible thing to say. Well, you know, because it, it's what I get to view now out of my backyard. You know, I have... It's, a, it's an enclosed backyard. I used to have a view of the street down the way, so it's not like it was amazing. But now all I get to see is their shed and Tarp Village and this giant rotting mattress that they have on top of one of the sheds in order to hold up the tarps. Mm-hmm. So this thing, it, I can see the stuff growing on it 
now at this point. That's it's, gross. Yeah, it's been out there for a couple of months. Does it have a months. sheet on it or anything? Or oh, is it no. Just, just a mattress. No, just, just, a, a mattress. just a mattress out there in the oh, elements. God. Soaking, and you can see like stuff growing on it. There's probably well, molds. Quite and, honestly, that shed probably won't be there for very much longer. If it's a huge waterlogged mattress on top of a shed, that yeah. shit's going to fall through eventually. Well, wouldn't that be just a terrible thing? Seriously, that thing's going to become, uh, that's going to be so heavy. Yeah. And I bet it's going to like cause the shed. Because that ramshackle shed that they built, I'm sure it's going to crush it sometime. Knowing their luck, it'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying they will survive. So as soon as it started getting really bad yesterday, I think uh, the main push of it came through at like 3 or 4 p.m. yesterday. And it lasted for it for a few hours. And I was like, okay, well, you know, they're going to be quiet. Everybody's being quiet on the street. There's not even many people driving. Not them. They were out and in effect. It was like they were reveling in the fact that it was a storm, thinking this is going to be their chance. So oh, my they had, God. Were they like a old Wild Westy, like, boom, like shooting off guns, like running down the street there, and shit? There's like 40, 50 mile an hour gusts and stuff like that. And they're out there working on their truck in the middle of this storm. Wow. They're out there just revving it up, working on this, running all up and down the streets. It like, it's like they, it got them all excited. And that's why I would be completely nervous if the power did go out. I wouldn't sleep because I'd be sitting down there in my living room paranoid almost like a zombie movie that there's gonna be a meth head popping up oh yeah left, with a shotgun right. just like yeah and just sitting there on your couch in the dark that's exactly <laughs> it yeah and so i mean i i was i was actually thinking that i'm like okay what if it goes out in the middle of the night and i'm upstairs oh my god so the the alarm's gonna go off that means it's just free reign it's 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 the wild west it's the apocalypse it is. is happening it is there's no controlling it yeah and and for them it'd just be like they'd spread out from their place and just start you know instead of brains they'd be metal wires, <laughs> wires, and like b banging on my windows. And I would actually had kind of a dream about that where I was down in the living room and there were just heads like popping up in between my windows, you know, looking in, peering in, waiting that's to see terrifying. who was there. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's not that far from the truth of what could happen. If once the power goes out, it's free reign for those guys. And that's why they would, they're the ultimate apocalypse survivors. They would survive somehow. Them and the roaches. Them and the roaches, mm -hmm. exactly. They would figure out a way to do that. So it's like at that point. Seriously, then, if they've been able to survive living in the filth and squalor that they do, I mean, that's probably the truest thing you've ever said. They oh, yeah. could survive through anything. Oh, yeah. They just spread out and start taking They don't over. even have windows on their house anymore. No, they, they just don't. live with boards on it their is, wall. Like is. boards and like cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, that's what their windows are, are set up with. Yeah. One of the ones right in the front is, uh, yeah, total cardboard. Increasing the property value everywhere. I know it. Yeah. It. Everything's going up except for their house. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, but yeah, I mean, they, like, what do you do at that point? You'd have to actually make a pact with them, I think, is the only, the only yep. way I could survive. You'd have to join forces. I'd have to Would either, you join forces? Well, I'd have no choice. Because they'd outnumber me, and eventually they'd get in. Because mm -hmm. they're relentless. Like, they'd, they'd claw their way in. Yeah. You know, they don't care. Just be bloody stumps and they'd claw their way in That's somehow. That's true. So I would have to make a pact somehow, but I had to think about, like, how would you make a pact with them? Like, bring a peace offering? Like, bring out an old stereo or something and let, just throw that out onto the sidewalk? There maybe, you go. Maybe it's, it's either make a pact or make a run for it. So I could grab, like, old stereos and speakers and just be running along and, like, throwing a speaker to the left. I don't think you'd be able to make a pact because they would go through all of your shit because, like, one thing wouldn't suffice. Well, like, no, see, would... I'd have to just give it up and just flee for my own safety. Yeah. Or I'd try to lead to leave. them off. Like like someone would lead, like a like if you're being chased by an animal and you throw food down and then they go for the food, that's what it would be. I'd have like have to have bundles of speaker wire and like throw that off to the left. Or give like the copper shit. wiring that's in the sp in like the bundle thing and just roll it well, down then... the street and have them chase <laughs> after it. <laughs> yeah, that would probably work. Or um, or I'd have to try to make a pact with them. And, and to do that, I'd either have to pretend to be a meth head myself 
and and join forces and confuse them so I look like one of their own. Mm-hmm. Like in um in in the zombie movies, you know, if you rub like human blood over yourself or, or what is it, you, you make yourself seem like you're dead as sure. well. So I would have to do that, or uh, or I'd have to, or, or somehow. I mean, I don't think I could lead them necessarily yet. I'd have to work my way in before I could control my own pack of methods. Gotcha. So there's a lot of thought that goes into it. There's a lot. A lot of thought would have to go into this, but nonetheless. It was a little bit terrifying. Okay, but you made it through the evening unscathed? I made it through unscathed. They were going crazy outside. Luckily, the power stayed on. That would freak me out if I was in my apartment. I heard people like hooting and hollering outside oh, in, yeah. the, in the middle of like a downpour. They love it. They oh, love that's weird. it. Yeah, it's weird. See, my neighborhood was was quite opposite. It was very silent. It was kind of yeah. creepy. Even like I haven't lived in a big apartment building with like, you know, probably a hundred other people that live there. And I'm walking through the hallways. Like I walked to like, uh, I can't remember, like walked down to the laundry room or something. And it was just silent. Usually you can hear like people's TVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just silence in my big creepy apartment building. I was kind of weirded out. Ugh. Yeah. So well. that got kind of been, but then the power never went out. So it never got too creepy. Do you ever wonder about who in your apartment building, like if the power did go out, would somebody just start breaking into other apartments? Yeah, I don't know. That's why I have to guard my property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's being pointed out it might be you. Maybe no. we should bring on our super secret guest. No, it would never be me. I would never <laughs> go into some place without permission. And if I ever said that I did, it's clearly for satirical purposes. No, not you at all. Because you would I would never do never something like that. Ever do something like that? That would just be so rude. No, you would never go peeping in mm-hmm. other people's apartments. Uh, <laughs> welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, our super secret guest, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Aaron Duran. Oh, no one saw that coming. Oh, hi, Aaron. Surprise! Ta-da! Well, we, we didn't get to hang out with you last week. No, huh? So it is kind of a surprise, because they were true. like, maybe Aaron's just not going to come on on Mondays anymore, and everyone was very sad about that. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. I know. No, I mean, until I just make everybody mad. Mm-hmm. Which will probably happen. Eventually. Any day now. Well, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Any day now. Um, I'm just going to silence my mic and yell at you off mic that's for fine. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody we know. <laughs> Oh, so how uh, are you'll, you? You'll do, you'll do fewer and fewer shows then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how you doing? I'm doing really good. I had a oh man, I love this weather too. Yeah, like with the rain and all that. I'm kind of weird in that. Um, not kind of weird. No, I will no actually, shock. <laughs> when it's when it's really windy and raining outside, I will crack the windows in my house. I like the fresh air anyway, but I'll too. crack a little so it howls. I do too. I left my kitchen window like I yeah. left it on. Like things are like blowing away in my kitchen, but I'll just like put them where they couldn't be blown and just listen. Yeah. You can listen to like how like strong the rain is coming down. Yeah, well, I actually like wind. it if you do it. You can actually hear like. Like mm-hmm. you get the howl when it hits the window just right. Yep. Yeah. And and Jen's gone for two weeks and she hates it and it actually kind of creeps her out a little bit. Okay. Uh, especially like at night when we're in bed, I love the sound of howling. Me wind. too. I can fall asleep. Pounding rain, howling wind. I'm like, yeah. Basically, I want to sleep in like the haunted mansion. Clearly, that's my goal in life. I think so. <laughs> is to have my own little mini haunted mansion that I just stay in all the time. <gasps> Me too. Like I actually was wandering around my apartment complex for a little bit last night because it was scary. As soon as I realized, it kind of scared me. Yeah. I decided to walk upstairs. So I never really walk up to like the upper floors. Yeah. Too much. I was just walking around just to see if it was silent everywhere, and it totally was. Yeah. No, it's so much. And fun. my bar- my building, you know, has like doors to nowhere and like little weird rooms and stuff. Mm. So it was super well, creepy. But then you're the creepy person to all those people that are in their <laughs> rooms, all being quiet, hunkered down for the storm there's somebody just shuffling up and down the halls have I ever told you about the hall walker (laughs) when the wind howls and the rain pounds if you listen closely you can hear the pitter patter 
of the lone woman that walks the halls. Seriously, like the my, shuffling people. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like with the storm and with the silence, and everything. Like my apartment is pretty goddamn creepy. Yeah, I love it. And like, yeah, being, I've only seen it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You totally added to that creepiness, though, for those other people. No, because they can hear you walking up and down the hall, and clearly you're not going into one of the apartments there. You're just shuffling up and down other people's by their apartment doors. <gasps> I was just you know what you need? Hmm. You need like some kind of. Um, some kind of like MP3 player that you don't mind because this will ruin it. Like you'll okay. never, you'll probably never get it back. I'm liking where you're going. Tell me more. So, and but you need to record sounds of like help, like little weird sounds. <laughs> and then when there's a storm, that that hole you showed me in your building, yeah, just drop it down there. Oh, like makes so, you know, so that so people can <laughs> so when it's really quiet and the storm, people can start to hear. Dude, all right. So my this what Aaron's talking about is it has one of those old. Uh, it's like it had an old dumb vent. waiter, basically. Yeah, well, it's like one of those old venting. Because I lived in another old building that had the same thing, where it's ventilation for apartments. Like, uh, so basically, like goes up to the top, but it has like windows on the insides of like the bathroom or such to like get yeah. win- to get airflow in. Yeah. Dude, if I put that in there, that would freak out like probably fifteen different apartments. Yeah. Help me. Yes. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That. <laughs> that. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah. I would totally do that. I know. It would be awesome. Oh, that would be so awesome. That is so messed up, though. You would not appreciate that at all if someone did that to you. Oh, I totally would. Or get one of those cards that just plays music. Like, when you open it, it plays music. Because especially this time of year, you can get cards that play, like... Creepy, like Halloween music. Like tubular bells from the extra system. Take that apart, and then the first time the weather goes bad, like, take it out. That way it... It stays open. It stays playing. Oh. Like muffle it and then throw it in there. Well, I'll put it in. Like so a, if people walk by, dude, they'll hear like tubular bells. All I have to do is like put it in a plastic bag, and then it'll be waterproof, and just throw it down there because you'll be able to hear it through the plastic bag. Sure. You know that's how people get arrested for um, for basically. This false. is satirical purposes, Greg. Right. Not yeah. that I would actually do that. Yes. Right. God. Can you hear me? <laughs> I think that might be the best idea. No, I know what you do. I know. Okay, tell me what you don't say. Me. Help. What so do, do like do your Angela Lansbury voice, yeah, but make it sound dead, <laughs> you know, whatever, and okay. just and just say, "Where are my cats? Where are my cats?" <laughs> 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 They're twenty five minutes late today. If you can hear that, that was the uh, that was the kind of card kind of love it every time. <laughs> yeah, usually they're here about. Uh, 1245. If you can hear that, there was a Dukes of Hazard alarm. <laughs> yeah. Horn All right, wait, wait, let me try. So, so let's try. Okay. Have you seen my cat? Have you seen my cat? You gotta stilt it out a more. You gotta. Have you seen? Have you seen my cat? Yeah. Where are my cats? I used to live here. <laughs> what happened to my cat? Like that? Yeah. yeah. See, okay. that way you're building the legend. Okay. Because then people over the while they know about the cat lady. Yeah, because they know been... that she disappeared and then like a body bag was taken out. And all of her shit, I think, is furnishing the creepy downstairs room, which if you've oh, never heard past episodes, see? there is a little room downstairs in my apartment complex that is completely furnished with old lady, like, fancy furniture and stuff, but it has no purpose to be there, and it's in the middle of a whole bunch of storage lockers. Yeah, you in should an, do With this. an unmarked door. You need to just walk up and down your halls in, like, an old school nightgown and act very confused. Gray hair. Get a gray hair wig and, like, a moo-moo. Oh, my God. And just, that is, oh, this will be the best Halloween. I'm probably gonna get shot. Yeah, that's a good chance. Oh, no, thanks not, for suggesting something where, where you think I'm gonna not get where murdered. You live. No one owns a gun. No, no, probably just like throw some nog chomp. Yeah, you'll get like a bong water thrown yeah. at you. <laughs> well, dude, I want get to get out of here, man. <laughs> so I wouldn't say I would do this, but my uh, my upstairs neighbors, these new ones moved in. I swear to fucking God, they are so loud. And they're loud at odd times of the night. Like they'll be pounding on something. It'll be like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 
I would kind of want to. I'd kind of want to mess with them. Maybe. I uh, could... Do you want to mess with the people that are pounding on things at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, they could just be building death traps. Yeah, I know, couldn't I scare what them away though? There? Couldn't I talk about? Couldn't we talk about the lore of the? Apartment and Wait, you help. just want to start dropping hints like planting the seed to them? Yeah. Like everybody in the hallway, oh, did you guys hear the cat lady the other night? I can make up like, some flyers and I can make up a history of, uh, of my building you... because my building's over 100 years old. I mean, it's super creepy. Right. They'll never suspect anything that you're doing this. You should leave like some kind of note on the – because he has like a bulletin board, right? Yeah. Just like a note. Leave a note that says – I mean like – Different handwriting or type Has anyone it, or else been it. like hearing a woman has wailing in her- the walls? Yeah, no, be like, has anyone, is anyone missing a cat? I keep hearing cats. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then see if people start, because the best thing to do to is create to a legend, yes. and people will be, even if they don't, they will, pe- like someone will just think they hear cats. So someone might like write on there, like, I have. Oh. <laughs> I like this. And then when you run into person, like if you run into someone by the bulletin board, you can look at it and say, have you, do you know what this up? Have you heard it? Have you heard the cats? Have you heard and, the I, cats? and then like if you're lucky, like if you've done it right, the person will say like, you know, I think I have heard like cats in the hallway. Aaron, I think this month you and I need to go exploring. I'm broken inside. We need to go exploring <laughs> through my apartment complex and go all the way to the top. I've never been to the okay, top of my apartment fine. because that's where. I get to see your apartment then. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. By exploring, do you mean breaking? Wait, you don't and get entering? to listen to any. You don't get to use your EVP stuff in my apartment because I don't want to know. What about the building? The building is fine. Okay. As long I feel safe in my little, <laughs> <laughs> I feel safe in my little cocoon of my apartment, and I that's want fine. to stay that way. I don't okay. care about the rest of the building. Yeah. I just okay. like my little cocoon. Okay. Yeah. No. That's that's going to be breaking and entering. Essentially, is what you're going to be doing. No, it's not. We're in the hallways. That's not breaking and entering. We're snooping and just it's checking snooping. doors to we're see wander- if they're open. We're not checking doors. I just want to because <laughs> there's some weird stuff in my building. So I think it would be fun for Aaron and I to do a thorough. I mean, look, I randomly, drrunkenly discovered that one teeny little room I don't have. in the I mean, basement. When you that, broke and entered into the room. No, just it was the door open. Was it was open. Now, just no, because what I'm the door saying is like, that unlocked. was me not even exploring for anything. Right. M- me just randomly stumbling upon a staircase that goes to nowhere and a little teeny furnished room in the middle of the basement yeah. that has no label on the door like who knows what else is there that has not been paid attention to you, i like how mr peep was trying to be the voice of reason over here well no peeping from a sidewalk that's fine this is walking up to doors and if they're open just opening them well, there's, there's nobody safe. saying they're opening doors and keelan says you fuckers need hobbies bitch this is our that hobby. is a hobby <laughs> yeah, this is what we're doing <laughs> that's one of my favorite hobbies <laughs> Uh, I don't know. This sounds like trouble, but I'm all for it because you guys. Will be the a, it's, ha- it's the month of Halloween. It's you know. Uh, yeah, you won't let us investigate Eunice. No. Yeah, so might as well just do it. I mean, fuck, we can investigate my. I we should do an EVP in the little. If if it's the doors open, you're gonna mess right. with the things in your house in your apartment building. Yes. You know that doesn't mess with them, right? It's stirring them up. It doesn't. St- Getting them all riled up. Oh, we could do a sale. Mm. No, that sounds bad. You're going to do a seance in your apartment building? Well, you can take the Ouija board that is still at Greg's house. Oh, yeah, the one that lives at Greg's house. (laughs) It's going in the trash today. It's gone. (laughs) They always seem to find their way back. I know. They sure do. (gasps) Oh, speaking of things that find their way back, Greg uh, and Aaron, I remember we talked about this briefly before. I finally watched that movie about that thing called... Uh, the Dybbuk Box. Oh, yeah. That the, movie, The, the Possession. Possession. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's finally on Netflix because I wanted to see it, and I ended up watching that yesterday. That was one of the movies that I had queued for a while yeah. to watch when the power was out because that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I ended up watching that movie yesterday. Have you seen it? I have seen it, yeah. And what did you think of it? Well, do you want me to tell you what I thought of it? Well, I, I'm, no, I mean, I, yes, but I mean, I I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, 
because there were a couple films that similar in nature that came out really close to the possession. Like mm-hmm. one was Insidious, and Insidious is really good. Yeah. The I problem, just saw Insidious too. It was yeah. very good as well. Yeah, that's not bad. It's pretty it was good. really the one long. where they uh, where he goes out of his body, little kid. It's the kid. Yeah, okay. the actual kid. That one is was haunted. all right. Yeah, that was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that I didn't see the possession in the theaters. I really wanted to, and I didn't. So I, I watched it on Netflix just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I saw the possession after I saw The Conjuring, and The Conjuring was really fucking oh, good. I love that movie. So after seeing that, a similar type of like ghost style horror movie uh-huh. done so well not that the possession was bad mm-hmm. but like the conjuring was still in my head yeah so it just couldn't it couldn't match up gotcha. but it was still really well done i thought well i liked it and i like anything with uh jeffrey dean whatever his name the comedian. is comedian yeah. yeah the comedian Ooh. from the watchman oh jeffrey that guy, dean yeah. what, what's it morgan jeffrey dean morgan yeah. yeah yeah no he's cool no i liked it in that book so i was going to ask you guys because i remember talking to you about this was it you that was telling me about the Dybbuk box? The Dybbuk box yeah. about how yeah. that was like found actually in Oregon? Yeah, it was in, yeah. in Portland. In Portland. Uh, there's, I mean, there's, they're, they're everywhere, but this one was from Portland. A guy bought it. Um, he bought it for – I'm trying to think here. A guy found it like at an estate sale, uh, an antique dealer in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't say what the shop was on the air. Okay. But you guys know the shop probably. Ooh. <clears throat> um, uh, it's not. It's not the asylum, by the way. Okay. It's not a, it's not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> but um, he bought it at an estate sale, and it was. It's just. It looks like a cool old, like small, like wine cabinet. Mm-hmm. It could, if you were to look at it, imagine a cabinet that can hold six bottles of wine, like, okay. laid on top of each other. That's about how big it is. He took it to the shop and opened it up. Um, it had a padlock on it, an old padlock, and he had to cut the lock because the woman they were selling says we don't have the key to it anymore. This was my grandma's. The grandmother had passed away in the house, and the family was selling the home. It was a you know it was an estate sale basically. Mm. And he opened the lock when he got it back to his um, store, and in it, I'm trying to remember. He found like um, oh, Greg just found a picture of it and posted it in the chat. That's disturbing. I believe that's it. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Is that I can it? See. Or it's, or it's I want to make sure similar I don't to it. That cord. Is that it? Uh, I don't think that's. It from the one that, that could found. Be, I mean, because there's more than one, right? Yeah, I mean, these are things that have. Yeah, existed. a Dybbuk, uh, uh, a Dybbuk is a um, a Dybbuk is a basically it's a it's a demon in Hebrew. A, a Dybbuk is in Jewish Kabbalism. Um, so a, a, a Dybbuk is an evil entity in in the Jewish faith and the Hebrew language. That's, that's a Dybbuk, and you put okay. all your negativity, you put all your negativity, all your hate, all your anger, everything, all your sadness. Into this like thing called like a, a dibic. It, it's a symbolic gesture, okay. okay, kind of thing. Um, I get, but in this box they found like um they found a couple of coins, um, they found uh some like some prayers and it was all written in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. But then they found some evidence of the grandmother and I I think it's I don't, I'm trying to remember the whole case, but like she did survive the Holocaust. And she found artifacts from being in the encampment, in one of the encampments. Oh, God. And, like, it was all put into this box. And her belief, because the, the grandmother clearly believed in the, you know, uh, Jewish Kabbalah, Hebrew Kabbalah teaching, she clearly believed she could dump all this negativity into this box and then shut it. And just get rid of it. And just kind of get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. And when he bought it and opened it, he began to have horrible, horrible luck. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have lights. Um, the way he tells a story, he would have lights literally pop and explode on him. Brand new lights. He couldn't. Uh, he'd have employees 
hear things at night. And he never had problems for years that he ran the shop. They refused to work anymore. Um, when he sold and it. And this is the guy in town that bought this. Yeah. That when he it sold it to Portland. a customer, a customer bought it for like his mom because she collected antique chests and furniture and stuff. Okay. And like a week later, it was back on the porch of his store oh. saying, I don't want this back. Keep the money. I don't want this. So he had it again and like he tells us this thing that his his mom was in really good health and she came to visit him and she's sitting in fr- on this couch in front of the Dybbuk box that he had on display in the store that was open and he couldn't get a response out of her and she had a stroke staring at it. She survived it. She later tells that she felt something coming out of the box and choking her. Oh, God. And then she had a stroke right there. I mean, I, it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean – um, but yeah, so that's, that's what they based the movie on was this particular. Well, case. and I have to say, okay. it was pretty creepy. Like, particularly you know, in a, in a time where like they have a lot of CGI, you know, like like black makeup, to, you know, like rah, screaming things. Like, I have to say, yeah. the movie itself was uh, it was terrifying at times. Yeah, it they, wasn't a lot of like you know crazy. Like, I have long black fingernails. I'm going to get you. Like the demon thing that they had in that in that was actually when they showed it, which wasn't very much, right, yeah. was pretty scary. Yeah, they did a good job of it. That had a lot of practical effects, which I always really like in mm. horror films anyway. Uh, and the little and it didn't girl, really go for jump scares, which is yeah. good. Because jump scares are cheap. Those are, you know. Yeah, and this didn't have a lot of those. And the girl who's possessed by this box because she becomes obsessed with the box, she's fucking terrifying. Yeah. That little girl actor who well, plays that Well, little kids are creepy no matter what. Oh, yeah, she's scary. Yeah. Now, how good was this movie, though? Was this what was that other one that you just saw? Well, I don't know, Greg. Depending on like good, because good to Aaron and I, like we don't even know how to judge. Yeah, you you think Drag Me to Hell is a horrible film? Oh, which means well, yeah, Drag Me to Hell is one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, Yeah, that means that your entire that means I am suspect of any film you watch. Well, yeah, but Drag Me to Hell is just a bad movie. No, it's really not. It's so cheesy, and you know everything that's going to happen in it, though. Oh, it's it's a wait. There's not. It's a poor movie. Of course, you know it's gonna. The whole the fucking title gives away the ending. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point of it. I know. You know so where's the, the surprise? The, oh, so why oh am I bothering watching this? I'm oh. to, spoilers. By the way, the main character gets dragged to hell. Yeah. at the end. That's yeah. a shocker. I know. Big shocker. Well, it's just like, why does somebody watch like Schindler's List? Why do you watch anything? You yeah, might know because you want the story. Whoa. You're comparing Drag Me to Hell to Schindler's well, List. No, but what I'm saying is knowing the ending already. Like, I mean, any movie that you know the ending to. That is well, it's not like the movie was called almost dragged me to hell well that would have been better the whole point of the whole movie is that she gets spoilers she gets cursed it's and not then even tries a spoiler to, it's in the title and then she tries to blame it on other people doesn't accept responsibility it's her screwing up over and over and over again while yeah. while the Lamia the demonic entity is torturing right. her more and more and on the third day it drags her to hell yeah boring no. oh my god no that's not the point. I of want it. a surprise. Like maybe change the title. Maybe I could. Hey, Greg. You know what? In the way. Conjuring, they conjure an evil spirit. Can you believe it? Yeah. Well, what were you hoping? Were you hoping? Exorcist. There's an exorcism. Holy shit! This is why I'm. Oh, and by the way, though. the demon wins in the exor- The devil wins in the exorcism. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, that's fine. The exorcism. Well, wait a minute. Good. And Amityville Horror. There was a horror in Amityville. Yeah. No, yes. and that's fine. That Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I get it. There's a massacre. I'm just saying, Drag Me to Hell, it was so, so cheesy and so bad. I could not get into it. I could it's, not get into that movie. Fan- now, it's one thing if you, don't like, so bad. if you don't like horror movies, that's fine. No, I like a good horror movie. D- clearly, you don't. Tell me, because, do you, can you what, think of one on the horror, top of your head? And don't, uh, and, whoa, 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 and don't fucking pussy out and be like, The Exorcist, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The, no. Don't give me bullshit. Don't give me the top ten list that is on every single horror movie site this time of year. Well, I would almost count Stigmata as a horror movie, and I like Stigmata. 
It's terrifying. What's well, a horror Stigmata movie? Stigmata is a terrifying but movie. But you just you like it because up... there's a hot chick in it. Well, that helps. That's exactly sure. why. That your, is a... And you see your boobs. And you see yeah. your boobs. That is exactly why. That isn't even... That does not, does not count. I do not accept that. That totally answer. counts. No, it doesn't because it's a hot Patricia, Rosanna, whoever, whichever one she is. Patricia. When she's, the hot Arquette. When yeah. she's super hot. Yeah. That is yeah. the only... No. Yeah. I do not accept that answer. <laughs> no, that counts. That totally counts. Also, um, I mean, I'll give Insidious. It was, it was all right. It was a little bit of a unique take on it. That was okay. But things like Drag Me to Hell, those ones are so, oh, they're so awesome. bad. They're so bad. I, I love it's, What was so that other one that you watched that you and Tuggy like so much that I, I thought was just awful? I don't know. Every horror movie every that horror I tell movie? you about? Yeah. Which one? Uh, there's, I don't know, one of the millions of them. They all have the same names. Yeah. They're all just really bad. Really bad. No. So bad. That's the not- Purge. Was it The Purge? The Purge. Um... That's not a horror movie. I don't think so. Okay. The Purge is the the one that just came out a few months ago, the theater. I don't think it's on video yet. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Okay. There was, uh, I don't know, the, the Bloodening or whatever it was. <laughs> the Bloodening. <laughs> like the Bloodening? Something, something. It was something the equally cheesy. Like, <laughs> the I Minstrel can tale. appreciate it from a cheesy standpoint. <laughs> I would say Drag Me to Hell is to horror movies as The Room is to dramas. You know, it's oh, along you are, the- <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not that bad. It's not the room bad. You know but when drag and, the year, and you know the year Drag Me to Hell came out, it made like the top twenty of every critics list. So you are so in the minority of liking. Well, oh my, my taste is exclusive, and you know I sure. just have uh, I just have better taste than clearly you and Bobo the Squatch Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> the Awakening is one that the I really, Awakening, really like. That's that what I'm one, looking at. That one, mm. is that about the family that lives there and there's a weird kid next door? I don't remember that one. Which no, that's like the, every, that's the house at the end of the street. Okay, that one's terrible. That um, one was not good with Jennifer well, Lawrence in it. Oh, I thought you were about to say Last House on the Left. No, I ugh. will brain you if you don't like that movie. I don't think I've, I've seen never that wanted one. to see that movie. Don't watch looks... the remake, but the the original Wes Craven Last House on the Left. That movie is fucked. Yeah, up. I don't. Yeah. That's why I've never wanted to watch it. So I heard good. it's just disturbing. It's so good. Yeah, I watch. I'm looking at all of the movies that I, I watch. A shit ton of shitty movies, which is why well, one. This so, is why I'm saying when one, but when one your... stands out, like The Possession, or like uh, or like The Conjuring, or yeah, something. like well, I, I watch seen The Conjuring. I so watch. I can't say that I watch I a lot that. of shitty horror movies because yeah. I to a point I will like a cheesy horror film. Me too. Sure, but I also mean that the really good ones really stand out. And Drag Me to Hell is so one of the best ones. Oh, it's so awful. <laughs> no, it's so awful. <laughs> It's it's There's, Raimi doing practical effects, having a low budget, getting back to his old camera tricks. Uh, Even Justin Long isn't fucking annoying in it. It's the only time I have ever. Yeah, not he's not annoying to, in that. You're only right. time I've never wanted to punch that guy. Yeah, but in this day and age, you can make a horror movie with special effects. They have those things available. That, okay, that you realize you make don't it so much better. You realize you don't need special effects to do a good horror. You don't film. have to. No, you don't. But. They're available. It's not like you can say, well, no, we don't But it's more fun to, to pull it all off right on set. <sighs> if it's a good script. If it's a good movie. Oh, my God. Wow. I still, you still haven't picked name like a horror movie that you think is good. Um, you're right. There's not a lot of good ones out there. But oh, my God. I'll say Insidious was good. Insidious was a good movie. Okay, I'll that's give good. That. I'll, I will give that a good movie. Uh-huh. Um, name good. some other horror movies. I'll tell you if they're good. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is great. Yeah, but that's more of like a satirical. Yeah, it is. I it like is. that movie. That is a good movie, and I won't spoil that. But it's it's unlike yeah, anything yeah, else you've seen. You, everyone actually should watch, it, especially what if you're a horror yeah. movie fan. Oh, here's another one that I just watched recently, which I really liked. Uh, don't be afraid of the dark, Guillermo del Toro. 
It's a, it's more of a kids movie. It's not as scary as yeah. the orphanage or anything. I was really disappointed because the original was so much better, and yeah. I think he really fucked. It. I wanted to like it because I really like Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. I think he really dropped the ball. It on has that. hot Katie Holmes in it, Greg. Oh well. Oh wait, did you have it. you seen the orphanage? Yes. Did that was like, good. Yeah, the that movie good. is one of the. Oh, I love that movie. It's really sad. It's so sad. Um, but it's basically what, like a like Peter Pan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> and people are asking me to smack Greg in the chat. Yeah. There's also people agreeing with me though. <laughs> that. You mean Keelan? <laughs> no, he doesn't like, yes, he doesn't like any horror. He doesn't like any horror movie unless you put Pootie Tang in a horror movie. He's not going to like it. Pootie Tang versus Jason. Pootie Tang. Then he'll watch a horror movie. Um, okay, Aaron, here's, think- where, here's where I'm going to test Greg. Okay, like films like The House on Haunted Hill. I haven't seen it. What about? I don't think. Maybe I have, and it just blends ghosts? in with all the other ones. Thirteen. Oh God, thirteen ghosts. So stupid. <laughs> it's so with bad. Matthew, with Matthew Lillard. What about the haunting with Lily? Cons- whatever her name oh, is. Fuck oh, that movie. God. Would you consider Thirteen Ghosts better or worse than Drag Me to Hell? It's, it's worse. so much worse. God. Okay, then I'm then I'm gonna hate it. No, you're probably gonna love it. No, that's if it's exactly. Worse than Drag Me to Hell. It. Oh, I mean, it's, oh, and it's got a low and bar, and it's got a naked ghost in it. And she's a cutter with she low hot. self-esteem. Well, she's dead and is covered in cuts. Oh, well. But you do see her massive <gasps> boobs. Ooh. All, right. All right. Yeah, Katie's asking, have you seen Devil's Backbone? That, too, is a fantastic yeah, that's good. movie. I like yeah. The Orphanage better. Yeah, The Devil's Back... It's kind of, To me, The Devil's Backbone is more thriller that has some horrific elements to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty horrific imagery Okay, do that. you like Alien? Yeah, Alien's okay. Wait. Okay, it's all right. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! I can't wait till Scott hears this episode. And just <laughs> destroys you for it. No, I do. Alien is I one like of the best Alien. horror. It's it's in space, but Alien is a, is a horror film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Now, oh, now I don't want to like, watch oh, it. I guess it's okay. No, I don't want to watch it over and over and over. It's not one I can do that with because I it, it's like okay, well, I, I just can't watch it over and over and over. Um, oh yeah, well, what about once every like few years, maybe? What about Event Horizon? <laughs> It's really cheesy, but I did kind of like Event Horizon. Okay. I don't know. It's all man. right. It's all right. Event Horizon, A, like the potential is really frustrating when you realize what they were trying to do. No, I did not like it the first time I saw it. It was the second time <laughs> I saw it, once I knew it already had a bar so low yeah. that I was like, well, all right. I, I really liked it enough. the first time I saw it, but it was at the time I was like 18 or 19, and my friend was the main projectionist, so he would always... When a new print would come in, he'd have to mm-hmm. run the test at after the theater was closed. Okay. So he'd have us all come down, and whatever popcorn was left or whatever hot dogs were left instead of throwing up, you could just raid the, the concession stand. Okay, that's kind of And cool. we'd watch flicks. <laughs> and we just got ourselves so psyched up for Event Horizon that we just terrified ourselves more than anything else. But yeah. Wow, I'm looking through some Netflix horror movies. I've seen so many of these. Mm-hmm. But then there are some I haven't seen, such as Home Sweet Home or Greystone Park. Yeah, don't watch those. Don't watch those? No. But, the but whole, you like you The like whole horrible. starring Thora Birch is a fantastic movie. Is that the one with, uh, what's her name? With Kira Knightley, she shows her boobs. She, that's the only good part of that movie. Except for they're not really there. They're just kind of like... Well, and they're still un- the and only they're, good part of that Oh, and Aaron's brought this up before. They're underage boobs. Never mind. Underage boobs. I did not realize that. Yes, they are. Now, have uh, you, well, I, think I didn't know filmed, that. That's not my fault. Because they filmed it, I think, in Australia that has different... like. Well, Thor Birch had underage boobs in American... was American Beauty. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't think And they're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved them. 17-year-old uh, me would have motorboated the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan... Says apparently, Drag Me to Hell is the dark night of horror films. Not good, but critics love it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? Okay, when Keelan here. brings up Batman, you can't count that either. <laughs> I, I cannot count that. No, 
The but only film Keen and I have ever agreed on both liking is we both liked The Hobbit. You know, I saw The Hobbit. And we both were disappointed in it, Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. we both thought they screwed up this for the same reasons. Okay. But other than that, I don't think Keenan and I have any movie likes in common. <laughs> like, he doesn't... He, he hates Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard's good. He hates... He's, he's stupid. Well, yeah, but that's, that's the whole point. Yeah, it's... No, it's... Oh, this is the other movie I was talking about. So the one that was similar to the to uh, what the possession, yeah. Kill Katie Malone. I haven't seen that. So one So that's yet. another one. I'm looking at this, and that's one that I saw, and it stars I shit you not the kid from like Stephen uh, something or other. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, he was one of the guys from The Hills, or not from The Hills. He was from Laguna Beach, oh, and he's I, actually I, the main I, guy I, in this. You got nothing on me there, Sarah. seriously. I, I, so I'm looking at this. Kill Katie Malone. Uh, three friends buy a wooden box contain- containing a ghost said to grant their every wish, but the seller didn't warn them of the ghost's true nature. No. All right, Greg just left the room. Greg has a horrible taste in horror movies. I, I think he has. You know what I think he has? I don't I think, think he, has ta- he has bad taste. I just think he doesn't have taste for them. That's it. I think that unless, I think Greg only wants to watch like, I think he wants like 80s like tit movies. Yeah. So like Hard Bodies 3. Okay. Or like any gangster movie he would watch, or like any like. So we need to find like a like a like a horror gangster film. To is see there how such he thing as a horror gangster movie? Well, you can do horror anything. I'm sure. I mean, okay, but I mean, if it, it. if it could be done, how come it hasn't been done yet? I don't know, Aaron. Maybe maybe you need to get on that. I don't want to do it. I don't, you know, I don't want to do a gangster movie. Okay, but yeah, no. What movies does he like? I think he likes movies about uh, Bigfoot, Roman times, and Bigfoot. <laughs> And I think that's pretty much it. So he likes gladiators. So let's and break the down. What, let's break down what Greg likes. He likes sweaty, angry Italian men yes. shooting each other. Yes. He likes sweaty, angry Russian mafia men yes. shooting each other. Yes. He likes sweaty Roman sweaty Roman gladiators. Yes. Uh, being all sweaty and sexy and then taking out their sexual aggressions on each other with a sword. And he likes a mythical tall, hairy ape that lives in the woods. This is all true. And boobs. And boobs. Like, what would Greg do if, like, really nice tits were put on a gladiator? Like, he would, uh, his head would probably explode, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'd be able to handle that. All right, so I'm going to say, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to keep enjoying my the wide selection of horror movies that well, I You and I need I to enjoy. do, like, a horror movie. That we need to, like, hang out and watch horror movies anyway. Let's do that. Yeah. Maybe for our next, uh, our next I movie watching. I want to do Monster Squad for October. Okay. I've never seen Monster Squad. It's... It's Goonies for me. Okay. So it, it's it's a it's a bunch of kids that are into horror movies and monster movies. It, it was it came out like in 1985 or 86. Okay. Um, in fact, the town is the same town from Back to the Future. It's just reverse shot. Interesting. The, the main it's the same back lot. Yeah. Um, monster Squad is a bunch of kids that have a club called the Monster Squad, and they talk about like old horror movies or modern horror flicks. And then one and then the movie opens though. Where, like, they get Van Helsing's journal, and they found out that every hundred years, Dracula can open a hole in, and get this amulet and try to control the world. And it's all the classic universal monsters. It's Dracula, Frankenstein, the mummy, the wolfman, and the creature. Awesome. Oh, and then these kids. It's basically Goonies if you were a horror movie kid. So what And I'm on- just warning you now, at the end, I will be crying like a little girl. Okay. I, FYI, Aaron yeah. tears. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. What were you guys talking about when I left the room for a minute? Nothing. We were talking about our favorite movies, and that's it. Yep, mm. that's it. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. No, it's a good thing this is on a podcast so that we can go back yeah. and listen to it later. Oh, no. Well, that would be... I'm just saying, I, I admit I am not a huge horror movie guy because I just get bored with them. I don't think you're a movie guy. Oh, no, I like movies, but I like more dramas and... 
I mean, I like the occasional comedy, but I'd say drama. And I like gangster movies. And I like what I like. This is exactly what we said that you liked. What? Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah, no, There's nothing. nothing wrong with it. That's what yeah. we were saying that we li- that you yep. like. I like movies that have stories in them. The- sure. Okay. How would you sum up Drag Me to Hell in one sentence? A woman is cursed and is – a woman is cursed to be dragged to hell. Oh, there we go. There's the whole movie. So why, why bother with that one? Okay. Now you're just being contrary. Well, now I'm like going to watch that. I'm gonna spite, oh, I'm being contrary. I'm going to spite watch that movie this afternoon, and you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. Well, I can sum fine. up The Godfather, and I can sum up all three Godfathers in a sentence, too. A crime family does shitty things. <laughs> True, but there's what? a lot that happens in that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't, I think we don't want to play I, this game anymore. anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, did you want to do a little bit of ball talk? Yes, sure. We can do some ball talk. I'm going to get so many angry emails. I love that. I'm getting text messages from people in the text box telling me to reach over and slap you. <laughs> so people that are actually listening live in the text box are so angry they're actually now texting I'm me. I'm sorry. It's, I don't have to like drag me to hell. It's just a bad movie. I'm just not going to change my mind I think that, that you you need to see it again. When's the last time you watched it? Like you watched it, what, like six, seven years ago? How would I sit ago? through that again? He, yeah, there's no point in getting him to watch it. Okay, well, I'm saying like sometimes I've changed my mind. The thing that movies. freaks me out the most about it hmm. is that the main character looks like a blonde Kelsey. Yep, she does. She looks yeah. just like her. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, whatever the actress's name is. Mm, I don't remember. I'm Greg Nibbler. Ugh. Let's talk balls. I <laughs> uh, can't wait for the emails. All right. First up in balls. I get the potpourri of balls. All right. Smattering of balls today. Okay. And um, first up we have this. So this comes from... College football weekend, where I made some predictions. Oh, by the way, it was posted in the chat. I believe Tony or posted this on our Facebook page. I am seventy percent correct on all of my. Well, that's a C minus. That's um, not good. That is amazing, is what that is. That's making money. In Aaron, Vegas. what do you think? That's, that's a C-. making money. Yeah. That's making money in Vegas. That means I'm ahead. I'm ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Who's not ahead of the curve is the uh, athletic, the marketing department for the University of Alabama, who made a mistake on the tickets that they printed out. So. They, uh, they took on Mississippi State over the weekend, and on their tickets, they said they were playing M-I- – how would you spell Mississippi? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Minus one P. That's how they spelled it on their tickets. <laughs> they put that out actually on the official tickets, Mississippi minus a P. And they've uh, since apologized for the unfortunate oversight. But they're right next to that state. How do you grow up? How do you work for a state? <laughs> well, wasn't everyone was taught that when you were in you, school? Oh, yeah. like, you kind of sing it, basically. Exactly. Like, yep. Yeah. But no, not uh, not apparently in Alabama. So, well, it is, the, it is the South. I know we got listeners from Alabama. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But, uh, Your athletic department, they kind of failed on that one. Y'all not so smart. Uh, moving on to ball talk. <laughs> Now this, so this is something. It's it's best summed up. I, I highly encourage everyone to go up and look at the pictures of this. So there was a marathon in Berlin this weekend, and Kenya's Wilson Kipsang was actually he was on pace to break the world record, which he did end up breaking the world record. But he was coming around towards the finish line. You know, after twenty six point two miles, he is coming up to the finish line. Che- crowds are cheering. Everybody's cheering for him to go and cross the finish line, and they know he's breaking the world record. Right before he gets to the to the final section, there's a gentleman who runs out of the crowd, got past the tape, and was wearing a bib, an actual runner's bib, and ran just in front of him and broke the tape right before him. 
what? And then was escorted out, was escorted off by security. However, though, he did fully make it onto the racetrack, ran in front of the dude as he's breaking the world record, running across the finish line. This dude ran ahead of him and crossed it before him. Dick. Totally wow, broke the tape and everything. But he still broke the record, right? Like, he, he didn't still slow broke, him down? It didn't slow him down. He still right. broke the record, but this guy was an asshole ruining. <laughs> the, I mean, this guy's whole achievement in life is probably to break this world record. And he does it, and this, this jackass runs in front of him and does and uh, breaks the tape. All while wearing a um, a jersey for, I believe it was divasomething.com. <laughs> Essentially, he was paid to advertise an adult escort site. Oh, boy. And Are they paying what, to get him out of jail? <laughs> like, no, but they probably got their best marketing ever oh, for that yeah. thing. So this guy's probably screwed. He was charged, well, he was charged with trespassing. That's what he ended up getting charged with. And I guess that's about all they can do. Talk about great security. This guy's coming through breaking the world record. Yeah. You can't keep somebody from the crowd running out onto yeah, the... Yeah, that's uh, not good. No, no, that's Mm-mm. not good. Uh, so so anyway, the guy has been uh, arrested and charged with trespassing, but nonetheless, that kind of sucks if you're uh, if you're this Kip Sang guy. Breaking the marathon, and then it's forever going to be tarnished <laughs> with your finish, finish line pictures <laughs> with this jackass with an I adult know. website on it <laughs> running through it. So Wow. So there we go. Um, moving on in ball talk. Potpourri balls. Smattering. A little bit of NFL news. So, Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Jaguars, NFL, largely considered to be one of the worst NFL teams probably of all time. Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, the one that they have today, the the one they have this season, is very, very bad. So, I believe they're playing, I think they're playing Seattle or Denver next. It doesn't even matter who it is. The uh, point spread (laughs) is projected to be 28 points, which for an NFL game would be the largest of all time. The largest point spread of all time, 28 points. Oh, given. Yeah. Okay, because not, yeah. not, not done. Not done. No, for betting purposes for this that's coming insane. game. 28 point spread. Yeah, the Niners would hurt them if that's who they play. If they play Seattle, Seattle's going, like, I can't. I think it might be Seattle. I don't like the Seahawks, really, because, you know, but the Seahawks are going to destroy them. Seahawks mm. are very, very good this year. Yeah. They are really good. Um, but Jacksonville, their fans are still petitioning for one man to come in and try to save them. Can you guess there? Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow! Oh, ho, ho. So the whole campaign of this fan group who just acknowledges that their team is terrible, the whole campaign is Tebow, why not? And they've. They're, <laughs> oh, they're that's so, the best slogan. Yeah. They're going for it so much right now. They had somebody, they hired a plane with a message on it to fly over the stadium with that slogan Tebow, why not? And uh, flew it over their game. They also now have. Um, signage that's up around on billboards around Jacksonville that just says, if you sign him, we will come. Tebow, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's dumping money into this thing and uh, and advertising it, which seriously though, they've got a point. Why not at this point? Why not? You'll you'll sell some tickets. Can't do any worse. Can't do... I mean... That's honest. I mean, and he'll... uh, Yeah, you automatically will sell jerseys and get some people to come to the game, at least one of them. I mean, the it, only it thing that of, could really help them anymore is to just fucking like, is to just like borrow a playbook from Major League from the film, yeah, and like fire. I don't. They probably can't because the NFL Players Union and stuff. But like, basically, just do open, like open drafting. Yeah. Do in the middle of the season, come try out for the Jaguars. Yeah. And then just draft whoever you want and say, all right, go play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least it'll be the circus for someone to come. People would show up. Oh, totally. And, and then you, if they win one game, and the whole, if they would one game out of the whole yeah. season, it becomes the dream team of like the rejects and the losers yeah. that were all hard and they still won. Well, even if they just sign one guy and have him sit on the sidelines and then uh, and sell, sell that guy's jersey, it'll be yeah. like a mascot for the team, a oh, rallying yeah. cry. 
You know, it's <laughs> Tim Johansson from Napa. He made it onto the Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. That would be, that, you're right, that would be a good idea. But no, they are not going to do that. No. Not doing that at all. Um, moving on to ball talk, a team at the opposite end of the Jaguars is the Denver Broncos. So Peyton Manning, um, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm not a huge NFL guy, but Peyton Manning is, with the season he's having right now, he's probably the best quarterback of all time. I mean, I, I, I struggle to find somebody who's, I mean, it's tough. All time? Man, he's going to go down in history as it, I think. And I'm a Dan Marino guy. But Peyton Manning, the way that he's playing. Nah, he's got to come. He's got to get some more rings, but just as a pure quarterback. Dude, of all time, it's still Joe Montana. And I hate the 49ers. For the rings part of it. Well, anyway. (laughs) And I I don't have a dog in this race. So, you know, it's up up to whoever thinks it is. But... Peyton Manning is having an incredible year, and uh, not just on the field. He's also doing some marketing, <laughs> so much so that he has worked something into his call. So when the quarterback comes up to the line, Sarah, I know you don't follow football that much. I don't. When the quarterback comes up to the line, especially Peyton Manning, he'll call what are called audibles, where he'll change the play based on what the defense is doing. Okay, like the 24, 49. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Peyton Manning's a master at reading the defense and then calling a different play at the line just to fuck people up. However, one of the things the NFL is doing is they mic the quarterbacks <laughs> so that you can hear what they're saying, you know, adds to the fan experience, all that stuff. Okay. Peyton Manning's now slipping in advertisements for his sponsors into his calls. What a dick. This is how much. <laughs> and wow. still winning while doing it. So I've got this audio of this. See if you can pick out which sponsor it is that he's calling out. Okay. Manning throws over Oops. the middle. Of course. <laughs> oh, my computer. We're going to rewind that. Here we go. Is this like Papa John's? Papa John's. Oh, my gosh. Is, 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 is he, does he shill for Papa John's? Yes. Yeah. He slid, he slid in Papa John's into his audible calls and then the defense starts to pick up on it too and they start echoing back Papa John's trying to screw him up oh my god so basically the winner here is Papa John's who just got a whole crap load of free advertising oh or maybe god. they paid him for it I don't know oh he's I'm sure there's money yeah there probably. has to be my- those palms are being greased he is he Papa is John, I think I've Papa seen John's. a commercial with him in it oh yeah he's, yeah. yeah he's doing commercials for them wait is Papa John's the official NFL sponsor I believe they might or be or is it official pizza sponsor Domino's Oh, or is it know. regional? You know, I'm not sure, to be honest. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, regardless, Peyton Manning now incorporating Papa John's. Now I want like linebackers to yell back like Baba Booey. Oh. <laughs> Baba Booey. Just go for it. Papa, Papa John's Bowie. is the official NFL pizza dealer. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. There we go. So uh, regardless, they're getting you some stay free stay classy, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning. <laughs> wow. Whatever you do, don't fake an injury to get on a better team. <laughs> Ass. Sorry, he's good, but he's an asshole. <laughs> you think he faked that injury? He was not that hurt. Well, he has come back pretty good. Or he did he just n- come back? Because the, no. the Colts dumped him too. Yeah, because he stopped playing, and they and I think he purposely tanked that season because he wanted it out. He wanted to play for somebody else. Well, yeah, I guess that can go either way. Yeah, I mean, look where he is right now, though. He's on a team that might go to the Super Bowl. That's what I mean. So yeah, no, I no, I don't trust him. Well, all right. Uh, finally in ball talk. Horse face douche. <laughs> <laughs> Some strong feelings on man. Him, man. It's like Sarah Jessica Parker with a penis. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've never heard somebody have this strong opinions on Peyton Manning. That's a, I, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning. I chose a football. Papa John's. 
Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, all right. Finally in ball talk, we have this. The end of an era has happened at the University of Southern California in that their head coach, Lane Kiffin, has been fired. So University of Southern California, you know, one of the best football programs in the history of college football, especially over the last 15 years, minus the last two or three that Lane Kiffin has been in charge. So Lane Kiffin is this guy. He's 38 years old. Lane Kiffin. He's that already very been proper. Oh yeah, he was head coach of the Raiders, I believe, when he was 31, something like that, which mm. is like unheard of to be that young to be a head coach. Went to Tennessee to coach the University of Tennessee. Lasted maybe a year there. Got them into all kinds of trouble with violations, and then just ditched out on his contract and went to USC. So Tennessee people hate <laughs> Lane Kiffin, along with a lot of other people. He's really, really cocky, but his team sucks this year. And they played uh, Arizona State at Arizona State this weekend, and they lost 62-41, to 41, USC did. Okay. So on the way back to... That's the uh, team that WSU beat too, right? Yes. That's another reason that he's getting let go, because mm-hmm. they lost to Washington State. <laughs> so they flew back into L.A., um, got in about, I believe it was like a 2 or 3 a.m. after their game at Arizona State. And they all get onto a, a team bus, and that's how they get back to the school, and then every, you know, everybody goes home from there. Okay. From LAX. While they're sitting there waiting in the in the parking lot, Pat Hayden, who's the athletic director for USC, asks Lane Kiffin to come off of the bus for a minute. And Lane Kiffin, this is all bit, all reported how this went down. Uh, Lane told the bus driver, "Yeah, just wait for me. Just gonna have a quick meeting with Pat." And told all the players to just wait there and hang tight while he went out and had a meeting. Guess Pat Hayden came back and said, "No, nah, don't bother. You can go ahead and take off now." <laughs> so they ended up having a meeting for an hour in which Lane Kiffin tried to beg for his job, and Pat Hayden was like, "Nope, you're done." You're fired right oh, here at boy. the airport after the game. Uh, you are no longer part of USC. They told the bus to go on home. They sent the players a mass text at about 4 a.m. saying, yeah, Lane Kiffin's no longer your head coach. That's how the players were informed, other than the fact that he just wasn't on oh, the bus. man. That's pretty... What did he... It's Cheerios did he pee in? Like, seriously. It is... Br- everyone's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guy is an ass. And I mean, granted, that is a that's a harsh way to let somebody go. Yeah. yeah. But you also know what you're getting into when you're the head coach or something like this. So I don't feel too bad for you. That's like radio tactics, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, no, you guys can go ahead and go back home. <laughs> don't hold the bus for him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he was stuck there. Presumably, hopefully, somebody somebody came and gave him a ride, um, or they just <laughs> were like, "All right, we'll see you later." Like, we'll coach for a ride. Yep. And call a cab. <laughs> call a shuttle here. But I did think, just in honor of it. Oh no. I did have to pull up this. So Tennessee fans still have strong feelings about Lane. And just to demonstrate it, here's a little song called Runaway Lane. (laughs) Are you kidding? So you left in the middle of the night To California where the lights are bright You decided to ditch the ball Your press conference showed you had no gonad Al Davis tried to tell everyone That you were just a lying bum You were a loser when you coached the Raiders So now you're a loser and a traitor It seems you couldn't take the heat of facing teams Head back out to coach your wussy football Runaway lane, never coming back Your lucky money, Kiffin, is your dad 
The Pac-10 is what you're craving Had no chance against Urban or Saban Oh my god <laughs> so anyway, that was from when he left the volunteers to go to USC. Wow. How are you feeling, Greg? I know that uh, that song come, sometimes elicits some tough memories. Not in this way. I'm starting to get over the runaway train okay. thing. Now nobody's going to understand why that, what that means now that you said that. <laughs> yes, when I was in high school, runaway train was playing. It brings back a bad memory of a girlfriend because I remember it. And that's when we broke up and runaway train was playing. And now it's great in my head. Run away, Lane. You're never coming back. That concludes this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. Well, speaking of songs, I actually have something that somebody sent me. <laughs> and this is kind of amazing. Aaron, I don't know if you've heard this yet or not. Okay. So uh, last week on the show, Greg was talking about how he has this gift of being able to sing for animals. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. And they come flocking to me. Dog whisperer. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So this is what he claims to be, the dog whisperer. We received uh, an email from... Works for cats, too. We received an email from someone saying that uh, her dog actually, like, stood frozen in time and couldn't, like, actually move, and the other dog had run out of the room. Yeah, because on, on the show, I sang a little song so that everybody could test it out with their animals and then let me know the results, see if the animals came flocking to the speakers, as I assume <laughs> that they probably mm-hmm. did. Sure. Because they're like, oh, where's this magical voice coming from? I want to be, I want to I want to hang out with that person. Well, I do have, there is uh, a listener, of course, our, our buddy Rick Rutherford. He actually took video of his dog, the lovely Gracie, listening to you singing on the podcast, and he kind of wanted to show you exactly what she did. Now, you don't actually need the visual for this, because you can hear what happens. So I wanted to know if you guys wanted to hear this. Oh, sure. sure. If, Greg's, yeah. uh, if Greg elicits much love from the dog listening to him singing. Okay. All right, so here we go. This is Gracie listening to Greg singing. Let me play on the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. There we go. See, animals are flocking to the screen. I'm telling you. That is her sitting there looking at the computer and starting to growl at it, by the way. No, that is little Gracie. Let me play on the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. There we go. See, animals so, are So Greg's singing. Takes an ordinarily peaceful, sweet dog. The nicest dog that you will makes ever it want meet. to demolish the computer with hate. No, I think it's probably upset because Gracie's like, oh my gosh, where is this person? I'm upset. Bring them in here right now. Oh, I'm sure so that's that exactly what it yeah. is. That's probably what it is. She was not upset what dogs that do when there. they're upset. No, I, th- I think that's what was happening in this case. I think that's what was happening. I don't. I tested out my theory with Marvel again yesterday. Marvel, the three legged cat that belongs to my roommate, totally worked. Came running from the cross oh. the room as soon as cats started are stupid. Singing. Cats are stupid. Yeah. Well, they know. So then they're right. They are. So excuse me. I'm going to turn out to be the crazy cat person. Yet you're the one sitting in your house alone singing to cats. Well, it's just to test out my theories and practice okay. my skills. I need but someone. I need someone to draw a picture of Greg, like the Pied Piper, yeah. like just walking down like Hawthorne singing with cats following him. Like, oh, run, follow. Well, me. you know who would be a great artist. <laughs> 
is somebody who works with you on La Brujera, uh, James Sinclair. Oh, that's true. Bam, segue. Well, yeah. and people can actually, <laughs> so not only is he an amazing artist, but he is actually having a show this week as well, right? Yeah. All right, tell so us about it. So this Thursday at Sequential Art Studio, Gallery Studio, which is uh, co-curated by uh, Cable, Ashtani, and American Row, awesome. who we have on all the time, and they has his own show tonight at 7. Absolutely. Um, Accidental Housewives. Yeah. Uh, James's artwork is the show for October. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's called, yeah, and it launches Thursday, the first Thursday of this month, which is this Thursday, October 3rd, from 6 to 10 p.m. at Sequential Art Gallery, which is at 328 Northwest Broadway. And so he's actually having the show starting on Thursday, right? Yeah, it starts on the first Thursday, on this first Thursday. Uh, The title of the show is called A Folklore and Fairy Tales, The Art of James Sinclair, and it's all original pages from La Brujia, which no one has ever seen. Only people have seen it have been myself, James, and Jen. Like, no one else has seen the original oversized pages that he works on. Yeah. And we're going to have some neat, uh, like, sketches and designs, like early character designs, early cover designs. And we've got a few surprises that we're going to accompany with his artwork. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah, I'm really excited. And it happens this Thursday at the Sequential Art Gallery. All right. Well, before that, there's so many things happening on the network this week, Greg. There are a lot of so things. So many, including this afternoon... Yeah, and drive, drive time at the drive-in. Drive time at the drive-in, and I am kind of cheating. Um, All right, tell us. <laughs> so I've been working on the comic for a couple years now, and about every few months or so, especially when a new issue comes out, I get a lot of emails saying, like, is there certain music that inspires the comic? Or, like, is there music you listen to when you write? And there actually is. I have playlists for when I'm writing the book. Nice. So today on Drive Time at the Drive-In, I am essentially going to play the soundtrack to La Brujia. <gasps> That is so cool. So the songs that I play in heavy rotation when I'm writing the issues, I'm going to play selections from that. So basically, I'm calling up the soundtrack to La Brujia I am playing tonight on Drive Time at the Drive-In. That nice. is awesome. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So so perhaps maybe we can sync it up on Thursday while uh, when you know, the La Brujera, um Art show opens. Maybe we yeah. can play it on the network, and the people can listen to it and go and look at the pictures. At sure. The same time. Yeah, and I'll put and it's a whole bunch of different songs. So later on, like on the Facebook page or something, I'll uh, I'll put the playlist up after the show so people can look up these different artists because it's a it's a whole weird mix of of songs that I play when I'm writing. Oh, well, your head is full of whole uh, weird yeah, mixes of yeah. things. Yeah, you couldn't write the series if your head wasn't yeah. filled of weird shit. All right, well, this that's is true. true. This yeah. is true. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. There you are singing, Greg. Look. And so, Listen, it's, he, it's you. Oh, my God, look outside. There's cats surrounding us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. How come cats aren't cats and dogs aren't running at us every time we end the show? I mean, well, but that's singing. different. That's a different song. Okay. It's being noted in chat. I will say this. Jacob says that his ferret uh, loves the song. So it works on ferrets, too. So now you've cornered dogs, cats, and ferrets. Yeah, pretty much. Your okay. family must be really proud. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, did you know? Mom, I don't mean to brag, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I was thinking, Greg Nibbler, Squatch Whisperer. <laughs> you just it go out in the woods and be like, have, have you never tried that as a remedy? How do we get a hold of Bigfoot Hunter finding Bigfoot? I thought you people? were friends with Bobo. You're, I thought you and... I want to be, though. They're probably from here because it's filmed from here, isn't it? In the Northwest? They do some shows here. Yeah, they've done some here. 
I should totally be one of the people who goes out there. You haven't reached out to them yet, anyway. It just makes sense. I will go out there and sing, and everybody will be quiet, and I'll lure the squatches in. And you can like hit sticks on the trees because they're supposed to. They do it with like the clicking Mm -hmm. too, right? And I'll sing Frank Sinatra to them. They can uh, solve this in a a weekend. In a weekend, we'll solve this whole squatch debate. Fly me to the moon. Fly me to the moon. Greg, that could also (laughs) solve your financial troubles as well because I think there's still that million dollar bounty on getting a squatch. I would like that very much. So all you have to do is go out there and sing some Frankie Frankie S and uh, get your yourself your bounty. Absolutely. Speaking of finances, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com first. (laughs) Click on the Amazon link. That's it. That's the one job. Be it for your business, for home, for whatever. You're buying gifts. If you're in charge of your of your uh, company's business and you need to buy something for them on Amazon.com, you can just go ahead and click through there. And then go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. One click buy takes some you right back to Amazon. some machinery on Amazon. That would be just A-OK. That would be <laughs> yeah. absolutely awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. So drive Thank time you, at the drive-in Aaron. coming up at 5.30 p.m. Yes. Followed by Accidental Housewives. At 7. Yep. Oh, Live my goodness. On the network. Whoop. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.